In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Matthew 28, verses 16 through 20, where I'll answer the question, what is the Great Commission? Matthew 28, verses 16 through 20 says, Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. After his resurrection, Jesus appears to the disciples in numerous times and locations and to different combinations of them. And he's always pointing towards something that is going to take place, something absolutely amazing. He's pointing forward toward the ascension where he is going to go and be with the Father. And as this is all taking place, as he is demonstrating to them that he has been risen because he was obedient to the Father and that this is the accomplishment of all of the law and the prophets, he gives them this great and wondrous message. He gives to them the great commission, this command that all of the followers of Jesus are to practice, the great commission. Here are three thoughts from Matthew chapter 28, verses 16 through 20, telling us what it is. Thought number one, all authority. Jesus has all authority. And the Great Commission begins with this statement, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. What that means is that Jesus, because he has died, because he was buried, because he was raised again, he has been given this glorious position because he has accomplished the Father's will in the world. So he has all authority in heaven and on earth. That means that Jesus is the one who is going to judge all of creation. He is the one who is above everything now. So it's based on this authority that he can command his disciples on precisely what it is they should do. It's because of this great authority he is able to bring about all of the promises that have been made regarding him for the future. And this is something that all of us as believers should take seriously, that Christ has all authority in heaven and on earth. So he has the ability and the position necessary to tell us what it is that we ought to do. Thought number two, make disciples. Jesus says, make disciples. So as you're going about your business, as you go throughout the world, make disciples of all the nations. And this is the imperative. Not that you go, but that you make disciples. This is what the believers are supposed to do. Those who are following Jesus, we are supposed to multiply the people who are following Jesus. We make disciples, how? By teaching people the things that Jesus has done by educating them as to who he is, by baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And as we go about making disciples, we are doing the great work that Jesus has sent his people out into the world to do. This is our great task, to be disciples ourselves and to make more disciples, to be obedient to all that the Lord has commanded us to do. And as we do that, we find his commands are not burdensome, but they actually lighten our load. They give us a great sense of peace because we recognize that Christ has accomplished all the fulfillment of the law that is necessary for us to be reconciled to our Father. So we make disciples. 
We disciple ourselves. We obey the commandments that Christ has given because in so doing, we are living out the true purpose of our existence, bringing glory to God so that we might enjoy him forever. Thought number three, Christ's presence. Don't let it go by that Christ has promised to be with his people until the end of the age. So the presence of Christ is something that we can still experience, that Christ is still with us, that Christ is still here. Now, is he here in the same sense that he was there on that mountain when he's delivering the Great Commission? No, no, he's ascended into heaven, but his presence is still being felt. His presence is still here. We still understand that the Lord still has authority, all authority in heaven and on earth, that he is bringing about his purposes in the world and doing so in a way that is glorifying perfectly the Father. This is something that should bring us a great sense of peace. The fact that Christ's presence continues, the fact that he is returning, the fact that there is always going to be a sense of Christ's presence here with us. Even when we are at our lowest of points, even when it feels like the world has mounted up against us, Christ is still there. He is present. He is with us until the end of the age, until he comes in power and authority and might on that great and glorious day of the Lord. We look forward to it. And as we wait, we continue to fulfill that great commission that was given to us to make disciples on the authority of Jesus Christ. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Matthew chapters 26 through 28. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the texts of scripture together.